we are live. We good to go. We good to go. We good to go. Hold on, let me let me bring it in. How you how you used to like in podcast? <clears throat> Mic check one two. What is this? I was gonna do the is Joe Budden intro. I say something. No, I was gonna do the Joe Budden intro. I'm your humble, gracious, uh. kind host here with some of my near and dears. Parks is here. <laughs> Frank is here. <laughs> nah, man. Hey, I was I was, so I was I was watching the you know it's funny. I watch the Joe Budden park. I I I listen to Joe Budden now and you don't like completely now. It's kind of crazy. I know. I I should give it a listen. Um, Maybe because you're I used to know. a certain dynamic and and I get it. I get it. But um, it's not too bad. But I was I was listening to the Joe Budden podcast, the last one that came out. Um, and he started out with a very interesting conversation and he had a theory and I was like, the nigga might be right though. So the nigga, his theory was, hold on a second. A few moments later. It was my front gate calling me. Just, you hope you didn't stop recording. No, I didn't stop recording. All right. Did somebody just pop up at your house? No, it was the front gate calling me saying uh, Papa John's was here. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I ain't ordered no pizza. You ordered a pizza? I, nigga, I, no, honestly, no. I'm going to be real with you. I don't like pizza like that. Oh, you wild. And pizza is one of my favorite foods. Real talk? I'm not I'm not a fan. <laughs> but we had pizza? For four years straight every day. <laughs> oh, okay. That's why. Okay, got you. Got you. Okay. But back to it. Joe Budden had a, he had a, he brings in the episode with a theory. And I'm going to throw it to you. The reason why niggas cheat is really not the niggas fault. Continue. I'm listening. Okay. Stay with me. Okay. It's actually your barber's fault. Excuse me? All right. Think about it, though. Though sometimes when a barber be like he be on like you know certain days you'll get a cut and you clean like you know you walk out you still you feel you feel a certain way about yourself but certain times your barber get in his bag a little bit like you know what I'm saying like he he do it just so like his blade just a little sharper today he he ain't he probably smoked two hours before you got there so he like he really in a good vibe you know what I'm saying you ain't catch him like right. Like, right as he barely finishes in his sandwich, getting out the chair so you can sit down. You know what I'm saying? Like, he don't feel rushed. Ain't nobody yeah, directly you. after you. He could, he could take his time with you. You know what I'm saying? He could do the art. And that's what you he catch do. catch him in the sweet spot. Exactly. And that's what he do. He do art. Like, niggas just line you up properly. He really take care of your fade. The way he bring in that blend from, from your sideburn into your beard. It's something about it's, it's. Let me tell you, it's God's grace. Women fall in love about right here from your temple to about your jawbone. When your blend is proper, boy, us beard, us beard <laughs> man. We know, when your blend is proper, it's 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 a certain type of love. That's why if you see a nigga when I do my, when I do take selfies, I make sure y'all 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 can catch my angle. I know y'all see that line on that beard. <laughs> you see my line. You know what I'm saying? But um, he said like think. Like when the barber really get in his bag and line you up properly, man, and don't let it be a sunny day, nigga, nigga. Like I mean, it's not really your fault if you know, you know. What I'm saying you take a little picture, next thing you know, 
bing, 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 bing. You know what I'm saying? It's people in your people on your line. It's not really your fault. Fuck around, get a car wash, nigga. Nigga, it's something about when your car wash and you got a nice haircut on a you on a good spring day. Thing. Just enough so you can drop that drop that window about eye level. Come on, bro. <laughs> so that's what we doing now. We blaming Mo. I, I'm not blaming Mo. I'm blaming okay. Bruce. <laughs> like, <laughs> sometimes Bruce Bruce chop Bruce chop me up. Yeah, sometimes I ain't finna I ain't finna lie to you. Sometimes I walk out of there feeling like you know this my year. Like I walk out of like I'm I'm the one right now. Nah, a good haircut does wonders for the confidence. It's crazy. Nigga, I like I be like Easter like this my me season. <laughs> like I be like this me like anybody like let me tell you that haircut like them first three four days. Oh, nigga, every time you walk by a mirror, you check your line. Like, yeah. You could be introverted as fuck. You get a nice haircut. Oh, you finna be out in Wynwood. People that you you barely hang out with, barely talk to. Yo, what you doing? (laughs) Shit, what you trying to do? (laughs) End up at places that you you would never go in a hundred years. Yo, let's go to Playhouse. All right, cool. Ask me where Playhouse at. I couldn't tell you. I have no idea. I know it exists, but I couldn't tell you where it's at. Hey, nigga, the same nigga who who hit you up all the time, and you be like, nah, man, you know, you know, my wife, she just stepped out, and I'm going to stay here with the kid. Like, you'll get that nigga that shit any day. Now, when your hair cut, and your little loctician done rolled your shit good, your new growth sitting just right, she done parted your shit right, you know what I'm saying? You got your little Jon Snow man bun going on. Nigga. Nigga Frank be ready to step out. And y'all boys, y'all boys wanna y'all, y'all wanna get some drinks. We slide the BJ's or something. Like, nigga. <laughs> somebody got to see this. Hey, nigga. <laughs> nigga, somebody gotta see me. Like for real. <laughs> like, nigga just going, look, nigga just walking the mall aimlessly. I ain't, you know, I ain't really, I ain't really coming here for nothing. And it's the worst when you got an outfit that you've been itching to wear, and Ooh. now you got an excuse to wear it, and a haircut, and a clean car? Oh, you dangerous. Nigga, let me tell you, it's, it be closed in my, it be closed in my closet. I be looking, I was like, I ain't got a haircut. I can't. <laughs> I ain't gonna put this on today. <laughs> You'll go back and wear something you wore last week just to be like, nah. Because when I bring, when I debut these, though, like when I put these pants with these shoes, Hey, nah, I got to chill. Y'all y'all wait on this. That's how I was feeling a couple of weeks ago when I had on that outfit that I posted on Instagram. Oh, oh you was feeling yourself. <laughs> nigga, I thought I was beautiful. That Couldn't nigga, tell that me nigga. nothing. Hey, you can't tell a nigga when he don't got on no socks and he crossed his legs down at the bottom for his picture. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga trying to make sure y'all get every angle of that ankle. That nigga, hey. Could have told that nigga Frank nothing. His wife had them squared him up in the picture. <laughs> oh, uh, no. Shout out to my wife. She did an amazing job taking a picture of me. Oh, she found she your light. Like, she found yeah, your light. She was like, she, when I posted it, she was like, I see you ain't give the photographer no credit. Nigga. Like, you wrong for that. Like, this is my moment. You relax. Nah, see, y'all, see, this is this this will happen when y'all be the subject matter of a picture. Now, I took a picture for my sister this, this past weekend, right? Gave her like you think she in a music video like she you you think she on like she on set the way I took the picture ain't giving nigga <laughs> now photo cred you can't do that 
You can't, you people can't take five pictures of you. Like if somebody take five pictures, you got to give them their credit. Just put all I'm asking for is a little camera emoji at and Marvin X Adams. That's it. I'm not asking for nothing else. We don't got to say nothing else. I ain't even hit it with the edits. You did your thing. But give me my credit. <laughs> That's all. That's all I be asking. But I mean, it's really the barber fault that niggas cheat. And we really gotta, we really gotta go to the root of that problem. I think it really needs to be discussed. What's the root? The barber. Nah, he can't be the root. We not finna make barbers the bad guys. No, hell no. I refuse to do that. Why not? <laughs> Them motherfuckers are the most reliable people we know. I mean, yeah, but but he the reason that that girl in your phone. You feel me? Ain't no girl in my phone, so uh, we gonna we gonna correct that right there. <sighs> I'm sick of it. Let me. You tell forgot you. who you was talking to for a second. I'm sick of this you shit. Nah, nigga, nah, <laughs> nah, nigga, nah. Forgot who you was talking to. I ain't forget shit. I'm sick of this shit. All right. Okay, we know you married, Frank. Like, we get it. That's part, that is the point of the podcast. You married. We know you love your wife. We get it. I literally get on here and tell people how much you love your wife. I say it in a way that I do, but people accept it. <laughs> I have been told that I'm the villain of this podcast. Didn't know that so I So you have been told the truth. Wow. <laughs> It really be your own people. Like, it really be the people you yeah, fuck with. Yeah, exactly. It do be your own people. Sending that meme of the dude getting his hair washed. Oh, okay. Frank, would be like that. <laughs> you forgot that? That was just this week. Hey, look, so, so I follow a nigga named Darren Brand on uh, on Instagram. And he was talking about how, you know, when the, when the, when the lady wash your hair at the, at the salon, you know, wherever you get your, wherever you get your locks, you know, cleaned and, and twisted back up. I hope it's the salon. I'm saying that correctly, right? Yeah, it's the salon. Okay. So the lady wash your hair at the salon, she got your head back, she massaging your scalp, and he making a joke like, you know, like, you know, like she 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 rubbing his head like you like she love him or something like that. So you know, being the being the me that I am, you know, I sent that to Frank and his wife. And I said, Frank, is this what it's like? I didn't say nothing else. I left it be. I didn't hear nothing that night. Went to bed. I thought it was going to go ignored. I went back and checked. You know, I went back and checked. And Frank's wife said, yes, Frank. What is it like? Answer that. And I was like, yes. (laughs) Potential for some shit. I said no in the messages. But if I'm going to be truthful... I can't lie. Getting your hair washed does feel amazing. Like, eyes rolling to the back of your head amazing. That's the, you know, and that's the thing about, you know, that's the thing about going to, you know, a, a, a black straight male barber. You know, you don't, you don't get that, you don't get that, that, that touch, that care, you know? And I don't, not that I want it from Bruce, you know? <laughs> Just, <laughs> you don't get that care, you know? Like, a, he don't get down in my, you know, he'll get down in my scout. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, at now best he's he gonna no hit me with a to. little, he'll hit me with a little grease at the end, smooth me out, you know, put a little little beard oil in my beard so I can walk out shiny. Or maybe he wanna throw me on his Instagram. That at, at most, 
but I don't, I don't, I don't get the see Frank. Frank got, you know, as you as your hair start to grow, and you you know you get your locks, you get a little bit more complicated. He got a loctician, he got a barber, like yeah. his getting his hair done is a whole ordeal. It is. I got to schedule meetings with both of them. Got to coordinate. Are you available this day? No. Okay, Mo, we need to move that haircut over to this day because I'm gonna need that cut right after I get my hair done. It, that's just how it works. I refuse to get my hair done and wait a week to get a haircut. No, it got the it got the stagger just right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Why? Because when you walk out of that barber shop, you need to that's feel the bar- like that's the, the cherry man. on top. It's something about it. And you say all that shit, but you know you feel good when you can turn ahead. Oh, of course. Of course. I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna front on that one. You know what I'm saying? Like and it, it just give you a little bit of I still got it. I still I still yeah. got it out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I, I ain't moving and shaking like I used to, but you know, if a nigga had to bust a move, you know, I I'd be all right. <laughs> I'd be all right. I mean, I think every dude looks for that feeling. Exactly. And that energy right there, that's why that hoe in your phone, Frank. That's why that hoe in your phone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between and outside of those constructs, welcome to another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast, the podcast where two young professionals bring issues to the table and we chop it up. I'm your co-host, Marvin, Young Saint, that man beyond, Charles Flex Xavier. And apparently, I've lived long enough to see myself become the villain. And the man to the right of me can only be. The same dude from last week and the week before. Quite frankly, I'm half Samurai Pro, half FND. So talk nice when you see me. I stay wildin'. I don't resort to violence. I'm, I'm on resort to violence. Check the gram, fam, in case you thought I was lying. To be frank, I can only be who I say I be. The F and F and D, one half of this P.O.D. Who else but me? It's Frank. Let's chop it up. Let's chop it up. I'm glad I cut you off so you can't come. You can't even combat the whole thing about the the whole being in your phone. And we're gonna get it moving, man. How your week was? Week was good. Week was good. Can't complain. It wasn't crazy with work or anything. Um, I spent a lot of time at the store this week, more than I usually do, which I was. I felt good about because. Like I, like I said before, um, the month of December and January, it was crazy. I didn't. I spent very little time at the store. So this week, I made up for a lot of lost time. How about yourself? Ah oh, man, honestly, really was a really was a decent week, man. I really can't complain. Um, Saturday, you know, you know, like I said, we was taking care of my. It was my my niece's birthday. We took care of her. Um, it was a whole day. Like I said, it becomes a whole holiday. We go where she wants to go. We all get together. We watch movies the whole night. Blah, blah, blah. What did she want to do? Where y'all, where y'all went? So she wanted to go to the Miami Selfie Museum. Selfie? So think of like, think of like the size of your place, like the bottom floor of your place, right? But divide it up into like little rooms, almost the size of like, trying to think like like the size of like a cubicle and they literally decorate these entire like they decorate 
the rooms and you you it literally like every time you walk in you like transform to like a different spot there's a room with all flowers so you think you're in a garden there's a room with a swing and it's it's a little swing like I, i'll show you pictures but so these rooms are designed to give you like the perfect background for for any picture selfie. any selfie whatever like is this like an exhibit in winwood it's in winwood it's in winwood sound like something that'd be in winwood it's in Winwood. It was. It was. Uh, she loved it. Her friend came. You know, the whole family came out. She I had that. a ball. That'd be, be a dope place to take my wife. She loves taking pictures. So oh, me, oh, she would love that. I, yeah, I, I guarantee that. it. Even your girls would love it. Like, hey, honestly, it was a little spot in there. It was a couple spots in there. Um, my sister was like, oh, she's going to start bringing some of her clients there. Because, you know, my sister's a makeup artist. She said she's going to bring some of her clients there, you know, if they want to do like a maternity thing or whatever, whatever. There's like nice little, it was nice little spots. Nice little spots. Um, you know, they hit you with the classic Winwood, you know, the little angel wings in the background. You know, you stand in the middle. You get your little, you get your little Gabriel, your Michael, your Lucifer on or what have you. <laughs> <laughs> um. But it was it was a dope little spot. We went there. We all we went to dinner. Um, had a good time, man. You know, it like the whole day is a holiday for her. But it did let me get into you know like sometimes when you don't when we live out where we live a little bit, there's a certain energy about being in the city of Miami that you don't normally get, especially like if you're in like a in the shopping centers like Midtown, uh, Wynwood, even South Beach, like Lincoln so Road much. area. I miss that shit so much. It's a it's an energy, my nigga. And let me tell you, I went and I was like, man, I I I'm glad I came. Like you know, like it was. I mean, I I would have been glad to have you know gone anywhere for her. But it's certain energy about my city, and and the the day was perfect. It was a it was a nice seventy eight degrees, and sun was out, but wasn't blade. I was able to wear a whole jacket, wasn't sweating. You know what I'm saying? Like it 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 was it was a vibe. It was a very perfect Miami day. That's what's up. Then it rained all evening. But, you know, Miami. But by that time, y'all was done. So y'all was able to go home. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. We were already, you know, back at the crib doing our thing, watching Disney movies, things like that. But, um, Got you. Y'all watch Moana? I've never seen Moana. Moana's a good movie. Uh, apparently, I need to find out why we don't talk about Bruno and Encanto. Encanto is apparently like the next movie. Oh, all the kids I heard love about right that. Now. I didn't. I didn't watch that one yet. That's on my list though. Nigga, apparently that's it. They be playing. They be playing the songs on, on Y one on regular on regular radio Y one hundred whatever whatever was playing it this morning. Really? Okay. But um, anyway, now that we don't went all the way randomly left. But no, nah, man, I had a good week, man. Good positive energy during the week. Um, made an appointment. Made an appointment. You know, I was inspired by my friend, um, my 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 co-host. Made an appointment. Got an appointment for next week. Definitely needed it. Therapy, by the way, oh, for those dope, who don't man. know. Um, and for all those who listened to to the last episode, hey, man, we appreciate it. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, the numbers are up. For for that last episode, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't even tell Frank this. He's finding it out now. The numbers are up. I'm not gonna lie. We're hitting numbers that we would normally already hit. Like at the end of our like at the end of our run, while we get ready to post another one, we already there. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. It's only been up three wow. days. It's crazy. Oh wow. 
that's, that's impressive. Yeah. I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, on the episode, neither one of us, you know, it was, hey, it got to a point where we were just doing it for us. But, um, man, what's going on? What's going on in the world? Anything? Oh, let me think. I finally uh, finished watch uh, Euphoria. Finally all caught up. Saw the finale. Are I we mean, getting... Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. So we're going to get into oh, Euphoria yeah. now? Or you want to hold that? We could hold it. We could save it to the end. So, Because we don't want to put a spoiler warning in the middle of the show and have people feeling like they got to skip a segment so we could put it at the end. All right. So y'all know it's coming. I will tell you when it happens. Yeah, we'll give coming. a spoiler warning before I say anything. <laughs> but, um... So apparently racism doesn't care if you're in the middle of a war or not. Yeah, apparently not. That was not surprising. Didn't surprise me a tad bit, but I love that America was surprised <laughs> by it. <laughs> like, what are, are, they're doing now. What, what I found funny is because apparently all the black people know. Like every every black American I know knows. Black, Haitian, Jamaican, like wherever you're from, you're very well aware of what's going on with the with the Africans. Uh, African immigrants, is that what they're calling them? The African immigrants over in, in Ukraine. People who probably been living there their whole lives. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure they're black Ukrainian citizens. Black Ukrainian citizens. I'm glad you said it like that. And they're probably getting treated just like every other black person, whether you're an immigrant, a uh, study abroad student, or whatever. They don't care. It's not like they're asking for uh, passports and resi- residencies at the at the gate. No, they're just telling people, nah, you can't go. Let this doesn't that sound familiar? You can't get on. Let these people get on. It's the same song and dance, no matter what part of the world you're in. It I always mean, takes me back to that outfit that Andre 3000 had on at an award show. And it says something along the lines of those who are darker are always treated worse or something like that. Yeah, there's no argument there. I mean, Europe, let's be real. They created racism. Like we're not, we're not gonna sugarcoat that. <laughs> I'm not gonna argue. If if you can argue with me that Europe didn't create racism, I'd love to have you on the show. Please come join us. Come chop it up. I'd really want to hear your thought. See, you playing with fire right there, because the only person that'll take that challenge is an ignorant person that's stubborn that will refuse to listen to any logic that you present them. Yeah, that is the you... only person that would take that challenge. I challenge that person. <laughs> I challenge that person. Now, how long will I be able to put up with this bullshit? Eh, we'll see. <laughs> we'll That's see. why I'm laughing, because I could picture the, the back and forth between you and someone like that. Yeah. And then after a while, when I said everything I felt like I needed to say, and I realized that we've we've gone around the conversation once or twice, I be like... You got it. That's all. That's that, pretty, that's pretty much how it's gonna end. <laughs> that's me. Like I'm quick to be like, you got it. All right. If that's what your thought is, that's good, man. I've said my piece. If you wanted to hear it, you wanted to hear it. That's it. Go ahead. <laughs> so, matter of fact, person who's listening who was thinking about it, you got it. <laughs> let's, let's, go ahead. <laughs> let's save us both the headache. Let's save me trying to figure out how to get your voice to sound as clear as mine and Frank's. Let's save. Me trying to edit your voice so that it can match all the other shit that we got going on, the the pr- the production and all that shit. Let's save us both some time. You got it. 
It ain't start there. Moving on. But it's crazy, man. And I'm not wishing, I'm not saying I don't sympathize with people at war being invaded. Like, I, I, I get how wild that is. And prayers to, to those who are being oppressed over there. And I'm going to leave it at that because I feel like that covers exactly who I needed to cover. You know what it's I did find funny? I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying it's just unfortunate because you would think, <clears throat> and Van Lathan said it best. He's like, as black people, well, he didn't say black people. He said, as niggas, you sympathize with other people that are being treated like niggas. And then when you, when you go to try to aid or lend your support, the people that are being treated like niggas see you and then treat you like the nigga. So it's hard to... Uh, it's hard to swallow that or hard to accept like, damn, even when a moment like that, y'all still find it within y'all to it's look at be- us in a light. Yeah, to treat us the way y'all do. Yeah. Like, at no point, it's like, yo, we're all human trying to get out of this fucked up situation. It's like, nah, we trying to get out, but fuck y'all, y'all. We don't care what happens to you guys. And that's... That's prevalent in any place where someone is treated like the the bottom. Pause. But like the bottom of the uh <laughs> <laughs> like the bottom of the of the caste system. You know what I'm saying? Uh like you have the you have the poor whites, right? They're the yeah. nigga of their race. Right? They right. can't wait. To be around some black people and remind them that they're the nigga of the country. <laughs> we might be the bottom Chris, of our race, but y'all the bottom of our country. <laughs> Chris Rock had a joke about, he's like, you could take any white person, a poorest white person, and say, hey, would you switch places with me? And he oh, said, no. they'll say no. Never. And Why he's like, and I'm rich. It? Yeah. Jane Elliott. Are you familiar with Jane Elliott? She's famous for doing a lot of social experiment with race and white people. Mm. And <clears throat> excuse me. And she had a social experiment where she asked her white students. Um, she she sets them up nice. She asks them, you know, are black people, black and brown people, are they treated any different? How are they treated? And the students were like, no, they're treated like everybody else is fine. She's like, okay, cool. Would you become one for a day? They get quiet. And she's like, nah, but if they're treated the same and everything else is all equal, why wouldn't you why wouldn't you become one for a day? And she's like, that silence is telling me that you know there's a difference, but you're refusing to acknowledge it. <laughs> it's is sad, but Yeah, sad reality. Is it is what this is the hand we're dealt, and all we could do is play it to the best of our abilities. Yeah. And then on the other hand, Nigga, ain't nothing cooler than being a black a black person. I, I, a black man? I agree. I don't give a fuck. I, honestly, as wild as it is, I still wouldn't trade it. Neither would I. Still wouldn't trade it. Because every day, they try to find a way to be like us. Absolutely. You know, I do find something crazy about, about the war going on over there. One thing I can't say... Ukrainians love their country. 
Absolutely. I've I've gotten that. There's a level of there's a level of pride they have in their country that I don't think black minority Americans have. <laughs> Let me be clear. Not just black. Minority Americans. Let me ask you this. Why would you? No, that's the point. And I think oh, okay. sometimes people people don't understand. Like, during the Olympics, if you watch other people watching the Olympics, other countries watching the Olympics, those people are decked out in their flag colors. They got on T-shirts. They, they And I'm talking just regular niggas at the bar, dressed up, supporting their, their people. Nick, half the time, if we watch the Olympics, it's because it's nothing on. I'm just trying to. Or we're supporting a specific athlete, Simone Biles. Usain Bolt. And he's not even American. Damn. See, look. Damn. <laughs> the next best. The next best. <laughs> we support the black people we like. It don't matter which country you're from. We always rooting for everybody black. But yeah, because when they when they have like those marathon race, you're rooting for the guys the guys from Kenya. You don't care. That could be an American standing right next to him. It's like, no, nah, I want to see them dudes take it. They oh, take yeah. it damn near every every Olympics. Ain't nobody beating them. I'm, I'm man. Let me tell you, they be running. I be like, you not, bro. I'm tired for you. Like you not tired. Like I'm, I'm bewildered watching you. <laughs> I seen one of them dudes. He took a nasty tumble, and they must have, they must have peeled out from off about two hundred meters. He took a real nasty fall, and he. He won. Wow. He turned up the pace and he ate them all down and won. I was like, God damn. Damn. Hey. Like, even if he would have lost, people would have been like, I get it. They tripped you up. You failed. Like, you ran a good race. But nah, man, that determination and drive, impressive. I'm not mad at it. Hey, you remember when you said the, the bad tumble? You remember the... um. <laughs> The girl from Bahamas? No, nah, nigga. The Haitian representative who was doing the hurdles. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, I remember him. That boy took a nasty fall at the hurdles. He hit that bitch hard. That nigga, before, the, before they named, they had it, they said his name, that nigga posing, doing the Olympic pose, pointing at the, pointing, flexing and shit. Like, he was about to take the fuck off. He that did. nigga get in his. That nigga get in his. That nigga on your mark. That nigga get down. Bah. First hurdle. Doom, 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 doom. <laughs> and you know the the that honest. I mean, we all laughed at it. Don't get me wrong. I laughed too. But at the same time, I thought about it and that shit hurt. Because if you look at these Olympic athletes, like a career like Usain Bolt's, Michael Phelps, Simone Biles, like Rare. those are anomalies, not. People don't make the Olympics, you know, multiple times. You know, events back to back to back like that because it happens every four years. Like you're at your athletic peak for a short window, so to be performing at your athletic peak over several Olympics is, I mean, super impressive. So that could have been his one and only time being in the Olympics, and it's like that's that's the mark you left. That has to hurt, like. Not just physically, because he hit the hurdle hard, but oh, he also hit emotionally. That bitch. He hit that bitch hard. And he still had to finish the race. You, I mean, he still did finish the race. Yeah. 
He walked around a couple of them hurdles. <laughs> yeah, but still, he crossed the finish line. Is what I'm getting at. All right, <laughs> he I mean, didn't do good. <laughs> hey, that nigga, like, hey, I mean, don't don't flex on my flag. I understand, dog. My bad, dog. <laughs> I know flag day ain't too far away. Nah, it ain't. <laughs> <laughs> This episode of the Samurai Professionals podcast is brought to you by our proud sponsor, FND. FND, we're more than just clothing. We are the culture, we are the people, we are you. Visit us at FND.com. That's E F E N D E E.com. To save 10% on all purchases, use coupon code SamuraiPro at checkout. You know what? Let's get in a little TV time. Let's do it. Did you watch Snowfall? Have not watched Snowfall yet. Have not watched Snowfall yet. Um, still finished the first season of The Sopranos. You finished it? First season. Okay, what you think of the first season so far? So far, I understand why y'all feel the way y'all feel about the show. I have not had an episode. I'm sure there's a bad episode somewhere, right? Every show has one where it's not as great. I haven't seen that episode yet. One season down. Outside of Tony, outside of Tony, is there any character that you took a liking to? Well, I'm always like Meadow. Okay. I'm always like Meadow because I was introduced to her through Entourage. She starts dating Turtle, and Entourage was one of my favorite shows. Mm. So I've always known, like I've known of her through that as she played... Like she played herself, like the act, the actual actress dating Turtle. So I knew her through that. So like I'm I'm already like I was already invested in her as a character, even though Meadow get on my fucking nerve as a character right now. But um <laughs> AJ, love AJ. Really love AJ. I don't know what it is about that little pudgy kid. Love him right now. Um Okay. It be certain scenes, not every scene. It's certain scenes where I be like, Carmella got a little ass. You don't feel like No, no, Carmella has a nice body. I'm waiting for it. To, I'm waiting for it to show itself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but I'm I'm like, I know it's something up under there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Y'all see, You can see it. Y'all don't get to see Frank. See, Frank give the yeah, yeah, definitely. Like very, very low. But I see his face. That nigga be really playing. Like that nigga <laughs> is a pro at this shit. This nigga a better podcaster than me. That nigga be flirting with his girl and be doing art at the same time. Like it's crazy. Like this nigga, <laughs> <laughs> this nigga think this nigga, this nigga working on so many levels right now. Boy, hey, you the better, hey. You more than half of the POD today, my nigga. Like, I'm going I'm to give you your props today. <laughs> this nigga think he's slick. Well, it's, it's cool, though. Let me sip some water. Go ahead. Talk about talk about some, who Who was your favorite. I can say, before I ask you who your favorite was in this, just that season. Don't, you don't got to tell me nobody else. Um, I'm not a big fan of the nephew, even though I'm sure he's going to play a part. I don't hate him. Okay. He's just, like, annoying because he want to be made so bad, which I'm sure is part of his story arc. But I, you know, because you know, when you watch a story, like because I know it's this, it's this epic show, I know that there's life in this character. So, like, I'm actually like I'm watching it, predicting how things are gonna go. Right? 
Yeah, you could kind of see certain plays. And it's an HBO show. You've seen several HBO shows, so you kind of know how the story's somewhat developed. So I get you. Outside of Tony, I like Seal. Which Seal one is, is Seal? Seal is the one that owns the strip club. He's the one that looks like he has the... the okay, so there's two characters. They're they like... Are, that's why I asked you which one. They look cause... stereotypical mafia guys. Like, they have the slick back hair. One doesn't. One wears the track suits. The other one wears a suit. Seal is the one that wears the suits, and his mouth is always like it looks like he has a permanent frown on his face. Almost, that's Seal. Seal is the one that doesn't have the 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 white edges on the side of his head. He's the one that has the slick back, and he always does the impressions of. Every time I try to get out, they pull me back they in. They pull me right back in. That's <laughs> I like still, him. Yes. I like him. I like him so much. He's far. hilarious. He's hilarious. He's good people. Uh, pussy. I love pussy. And all entendres that, that you can find in that. name was hilarious. I'm like, how do, you, how do you end up with that as a nickname and it's respectable? Like, everybody calls him that, but it doesn't, it doesn't come off disrespectfully. That's when you know you that, that's when you know you that man. You got to be a yeah. badass man to be called pussy and be respected. But nobody tries you. Yeah, and it's for it to be respected. That means he did dirt and everybody saw him do it, so they're like, you know what? We can't fuck with him. Sure, Lane. Hey, when pussy... There was one episode... Not not too much spoilers, but there's one episode where pussy do like a quick little... You could tell he probably played football once upon a time. He had... um. They had bushed into the place while they was playing uh, cards, and they had found some guns. Took pussy off. Was, <laughs> pussy was out of that shit. Well, that nigga was moving. <laughs> and he's not a small dude. Nah, nah. Pussy got to at least be 326263. Big man. He was moving, though. Yeah. But so far, so far, I, I, I totally see why people like it. I hope I'm as satisfied with the ending because a lot of people, I remember that being very controversial when the show ended. It was. And, um, I'm not going to lie. When I first saw it, I was... So when I was watching the finale, I didn't clock it. You know how you would probably say, okay, I started watching it at this time, so I know it's going to end an hour from now. I didn't do that. So I was I was just into the show. So when the show ended, I, I was, for some reason, I was expecting something else. So I was kind of uh, caught off guard. And then um, I called somebody. I'm like, hey... Let me talk to you about it. (laughs) Your TV ain't get cut off. (laughs) We ain't gonna get too deep into the finale because I ain't there yet. But I'm I'm aware of how it ends. I've actually watched the ending clip and I kind of want to see the things I missed being the person who didn't watch the show but watched the ending clip. I kind of want to see what it looks like. I did the same thing. I did the same thing. But okay, put it like this I'm in a similar, I was in a similar position as you. I was not disappointed at the ending and I'll just leave it at that. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna hold true. I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep y'all updated on my rewatch of, of uh, my not my rewatch, my first watch but of the Sopranos. Yeah, it's a, it's a great show. It's a great show, and especially for it to be filmed early, late '90s, early 2000s, it yeah. aged very well. Still aging very well. Um, let's see, more TV time. Uh, I started watching. Y'all know I I, I keep up with. I love a good reality show, you know, messy shit. So I started watching Love is Blind. Are you familiar with the show Love is Blind? I am familiar. I didn't watch it episode, like, episode to episode, but my wife watches it. So every now and then when she's watching it, 
I'll do the typical husband thing. Who is that? Why are they beefing? Why is she fucking with this dude? Why that nigga look like that? You know what I mean? Typical. Because it's, it's one dude. You can't tell me he's not on drugs. He always looks weird. Okay. I I just started season two. So, like, I watched I one episode name, but so far. If I far, describe him, you'll be like, oh, that guy. He's like a tall white guy. Blonde hair? Uh, Shane. Yes. <laughs> look, look. I've nigga. only seen one episode of the show, and I know the nigga name. <laughs> it's like the facial expressions he makes out of nowhere. It's like, dog, something ain't right with that man. A little book sugar. Just a little book sugar. You know, that's what somebody said online. <laughs> somebody was like, that's... <laughs> somebody was like, that's cocaine, and I know it. Oh, yeah. I'm actually live tweeting when I'm watching it. I'm starting a thread. I did a I did a tweet for episode one. I'm going to tweet again. And, uh, you know, follow me at Marvin X Adams. Just letting y'all know. <laughs> I'm getting in. There's one couple that uh, I think it was like early on. I want to say maybe the first couple of episodes because they was doing like the uh, speed dating um, where somebody sits down on the other side of the wall and they kind of hit them with the you know, the filler questions. Hey, where you from? What you do? Yeah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. That's how the show starts. And will, love is blind. Right. The, whole, the whole point of the show is you have, you're, you fall in love with someone by only just talking to them through a wall. You spend right. hours talking to them, but you're secluded. You're, you're, the girls are in one villa, the guys are in another, and they only meet each other right down in that space, in the pods, as they call it. And it was one... I'm not even gonna call them a couple. I remember seeing this and I told my wife, I'm like, this is awkward. So you had, they were both, I believe, Indian. Oh, I just, and I, I, that's the last part. I know exactly what you're talking about. Go ahead. So the Indian dude, he's in the room, Indian girl comes in and they start talking to each other. And um, I think they expressed that they, each of them were Indian. They were, they had the same background or something like that. But then he goes on to say, yeah, I like, like, Caucasian blonde girls or something. And I'm like, why the fuck would you say that? After you already established that she was Indian. Right. Like, <laughs> like who does that? Like, it's either... I don't know. It's like you did that on purpose to let the person know off rip. Like, hey, I'm just not feeling you, so I'm just going to put it out there what I prefer or something that's not you so you can understand why I didn't pick you. But it's like you could not be honestly trying to spark a connection with somebody and tell them, oh, yeah, you seem cool. By the way, I like something that you're completely not. Crazy shit is, I believe she said that she had only dated white blonde men, too, which was weird. Uh, It was like... At that point, the conversation should have ended. Like, okay, I guess we don't fuck with each other. Cool. I'm going to point you to Shane's direction. He's more your speed. No, he owns speed. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or whatever whatever speed speed was whatever what was speed what is speed the nickname for i think speed is like uh it's probably a drug related it's like a methamphetamine i guess look i gotta ask non- my wife she's the one that knows drugs us non-drug doers hold on a second yeah. but see she breaks it down so i'd be like so this drug, how does it affect you? What What's the purpose of it? She could tell me, oh, this drug, it does this. And when it goes into the body, it breaks down. And this is the type of effects it has on you. And I'm like, oh, okay. So this is the type of high people have. Yeah. And so. Okay. Look at Frank. Speed is, you know, slang for methamphetamine. Go ahead, sir. Bet. Okay. Look at you. But you don't, that's one drug you don't hear. 
lately. You know, like when we was in, in the nineties, you heard people, oh, he's on speed or whatever. When that last time you heard of anybody using speed? I don't recall because remember speed, speed was like the nineties drug for all um yeah, real popular in the nineties. For all kids. No, it was popular because that's how they taught us to not do drugs. It was always um Jesse from Saved by the Bell. She was doing speed so she could stay up and study. It was um Wait, Laura. So so speed got replaced with Adderall, dude. If that's what they were using it for. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, because people do. People Adderall, just Adderall is really popular. Yeah. yeah. When I was I in college, say it's safer, but yeah. they had Addy parties too. Because that's I was, when I really started hearing about Adderall when I was in college. They yeah, were calling I, it Addy parties. Oh yeah, when I was in college, in the library, like niggas was niggas was down to just a ten dollars a pill. <laughs> yeah. Niggas was like they. White dude, white dude came up to me serving. And when I watched, I said no, because I was at, you know, you was in, I was in the computer lab in the library, right? Right. So I'm sitting at, I'm sitting at my computer. I said no. I watched, I watched white dude walk down the aisle, person to person. That nigga made at least $10 a pill. That nigga made at least $200 before he walked out of there. I might've been the only person that said no. Low key, when he left, I was like, damn, maybe... (laughs) Maybe I yeah, should catch Yeah, everybody else doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so, nigga, I just Damn. walked downstairs and, and got me got me a coffee. $200 in, in two minutes, huh? $200 in two minutes. Like, when I say all he did was walk around the, the, the little block with all the computers at, and almost everybody bought a pill. That is crazy. And then I remember it was this young lady. She, she skipped class, didn't do nothing. Because, you know, in college, depending on what class you take, it's midterm finals. That's it. Everything in the middle, ain't no homework or none of that shit. So you can, depending on the, the teacher take role, you could skip your ass off and then show up for midterm and final, show up to class twice and pass. Right. And that's what she, that's what her and her friends did. Like the classes they took like that, they seldom show up because they already had the, 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 the scant, not the scantron, the syllabus. So they knew what chapters was going to, you know, be on the test and everything. So they never went to class. But what they would do, like the weekend before a big test, like three days straight, they'll pop them pills and study. And what I was surprised about, they were like, nah, we'll retain everything we went over. I'm like, everything you went over in them three days, you'll retain all that shit. They was like, yeah. And I'm going to take their word for it because they passed. Well, see, that's where I fucked up. Because that same test I was studying for, and they got a D. <laughs> Should have grabbed an Addy. <laughs> like real talk <laughs> the same test I was late night FIU back when I had already moved back to Carroll City all the way down south campus midnight on a Thursday test Friday afternoon I'm there midnight probably 1, 2 a.m. when he walked through you know because you know during 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 exams they you know the library opened almost 24-7 right nigga I was like I should have had one. Fucked up. Because <laughs> guess what? One, two o'clock came. Nigga was getting sleepy. Couldn't focus the way I should. Formula started looking the same. Pythagoras who? Couldn't even, uh, couldn't put nothing together. You want me to do what with the, why, what is a node? Like, what, what the fuck are we talking about? See, whenever it came to us where I studied real hard and still failed the test, I'd be beating myself up. Like, you see, I could have been slacking off anyway. I could have ended up with the same grade. At least I could have been having fun on my way to failure. 
Nigga. So the worst exam I've ever taken in my entire life was for the class. It's like the class, econometrics. I may have spoken about it on the pod before, but it's the class. It's so think of every you did you take economics in macro, micro when you were in school? Yes. Okay. So think of that. Mix that with statistics and calculus. That don't sound fun. I really enjoyed the class. <laughs> but that's the way my brain works. <laughs> um, so here we are getting ready to take. I'm when I tell you, studied for this exam. Studied. Like, no bullshit, sat down, really wrote my, um, I'm one of those people who commit to memory when I write things down. Wrote all the shit. Like, when I said I walked into that, bitch, confident as fuck. First question, stomped the fuck out of me. I was like, (laughs) what the fuck is this? He ain't never talked about this shit before. <laughs> and you know, as you get higher, there's less questions to exams. You know what I'm saying? If you fuck up on, if you have a hundred questions, basic, basic percentage math shit, if you have a hundred questions, you could get a B and miss 20 of them bitches. Straight off. You know what I'm saying? Right. But when there's six questions on the test, nigga. <laughs> And the first question is work like you know some some professors don't necessarily do it, but at the top that shit said this question was twenty points. I said I missed this shit right here. That's a B on them. <laughs> like that's eighty percent, nigga. Like I'm already I'm already borderline C, nigga. When I tell you I took that exam, by the time I got. To the sex, so I, I knew I wasn't shit in the first question. I scribbled some shit, you know what I'm saying? Did the best, did it to the best of my ability, got to the second question. Second question, I'm like, well, when did he talk about this shit? <laughs> I'm laughing. <laughs> I'm laughing to the point where I didn't got tears in my eyes because I can remember specific tests where I was like, a red question was we like, damn, I don't know this shit. Let me just skip to the next one. That's the what I do. Time. I skip to the next one. I don't know this shit either. <laughs> Be down to question eight. Be like, okay, I could finally get one right. And then when they turn the test over to you, after they done graded, they had you your test face down. And number eight, I still got wrong. <laughs> <laughs> nigga, nigga, let me tell you this. It got to a point. Here's the problem. So, it's something about when I got to the third question, everything clicked. I was like, oh, that's what it is. Go back. Question one, I breezed through that bitch. I'm like, I'm tripping. My memory clicked. I'm back. Question one, question two. I answer every question, walk out that bitch confident. I leave, literally, I leave, I leave the exam probably, you know, like, probably like two thirds within it, within the time. You know what I'm saying? I'm out there with the semi-smart kids going over the answers and (laughs) nigga said something about a square root of something. And I said, (laughs) 
That nigga said three square root of seven. I said, nah, he must have, he must have, it must have been different versions of the test. Because <laughs> I didn't, I didn't have that one. Now he said, no, that was question one. I said, but what? I said, I had test A though. He said, yeah, me too. I said, oh, okay. So needless to say, we got back the next class. And you know, most times professors never give you the exam the next class, right? They always take their time, whatever, whatever. I thought maybe I could go to class the next, you know, I had class on Tuesday, go back to class the next Thursday. I'm chilling. I'm not too worried about it because I know we're not going to get that exam till the following week. Give me a little time to like, whatever happens, I could deal with it with myself. You know what I'm saying? I could deal with God and do what I need to do. Now that nigga had to, had to shit grade it for the next test. I mean, for the next class, that nigga ready to pass him out. Soon as we walk in that bitch. Think about it. The way he structured the test, if you miss one, he already know you fucked up. You ain't your grade ain't gonna be good. He ain't got to go through the 20 questions. You missed two, you failed my shit off rip. Easy to grade that. Nigga. Especially yours. <laughs> Nigga, I told you, but I, but I told you it clicked after the after the third question, though. Clearly it did not. <laughs> it didn't. So the nigga gave me he at, he. You know, he was just telling people, just come up. Because, you know, as you become a professor, you get laid. So we had to come up and get our test. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I seen... And you can see the you can see the light in niggas' eyes when they get their exam. Nigga went up there, he got his exam. He looked at it. It's small satisfactions in the, small, in the smart kid's face. Um, Mind you, I'm the older nigga at this point. I'm the older nigga in class. I'm probably the only 30-year-old. <laughs> oh, nigga, I walk up to the front. That nigga, see, he calls my name. That nigga eyebrows lifted up above his above his glasses and went back down. That nigga, as soon as he said my name and saw I was in the class, that nigga started twisting and folding up my paper. I was like, damn, I know a nigga got like, I know a nigga got like a D. <laughs> that nigga gave me my paper. And you know, you know, you don't, you know, I knew I was doing bad. I ain't looking at that shit till I sat down. <laughs> you ever had the teacher call you up to show grades? And they don't even give you the paper. They just flash your score. Some kids, they go up, they flash the score. They walk away with a smile on their face. They doing fist pumps. They high-fiving their friends on the way to the seat. Teacher fucked around and showed me my score. <laughs> just get the codas. Okay. What else you want me to say? <laughs> Nigga. Nigga, I Frank, told you I want that. Can you come up, please? I, I got it. <laughs> I see it. I see it. Cause you know they be yeah, trying. Right? To, they be trying to cover up everybody else's score. And so you no, no. I see. Yeah. I see it. I see it. <laughs> so, I got. Hey, you got so many questions marked wrong that even if they put your shit face down, you could see the marker bleed through all those X's on the back of the paper. Nigga, <laughs> let me tell you. I got to my. I got to my. De- I got to my desk. I ain't even look at the paper. I put that bitch in the folder. <laughs> I waited till class got going a little bit where people wasn't really asking questions. Nigga. Out of 100 points, I had 12. (laughs) So you just got your name right. (laughs) Nigga. I don't even know if I put my ID number on it. (laughs) Nigga. When I tell you it was, that is, and for that to be like D class, for economics, like that was, I was so defeated coming out of that. I almost dropped the class. But I got to a point where I was like, and this is how I knew I was maturing. Cause let me tell you, I walked out of that shit. 
for one, I realized that it was anxiety that, that fucked me up. I got super scared and I went completely blank and my brain just could not function. And I just started writing shit and convinced myself it was right because it was at least coming out to be something. Right. Nigga. Now, mind you, I did start therapy probably like three weeks after that. <laughs> That's when I knew it was bad. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, man, I, I decided to stay in the class because I said, regardless, I have to take this class. I might as well come to this bitch, take the other exams, because at least at that point, I know what the class is going to be like. I know all the shit. And if I if I pass, I pass. If not, I have to take the I have to take the test. I have to take the, this class anyway. Might as well keep coming to this bitch. That was maturity. Cause old me would have said, fuck that, I'm saving my gas. I ain't driving down there every day. Fuck out of here. <laughs> I passed that class with a B. Oh, nice. Passed that class with a B. To this day. Whenever I see that man, I give him the, the decentness of head nods. Nah, like, all right, hey, appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> but I earned that shit. No, my paper did. was fire. Absolutely. My other exams was fire. But that first exam, because FIU at the most you probably get four quizzes a semester. So if you if you bomb the first one, the other three you had to knock out the park to walk away with a B. There's no other way. Nigga, it was man. When I tell you, that was everything. And it was one of those, you know, one of them classes where like you could drop your worst exam. Yeah. He didn't do that? Well, this was the... I'm sorry. That was the second exam that, that I got the 12 on. The first exam, I had already got a D. So... Oh, shit. <laughs> nigga, I was already playing. I would, I ain't had no house money to play with. <laughs> like, I was already... Damn. Behind the eight ball. So I was like, well, at least, worst case scenario, I get to come here and take all so the exams So you the first two tests, had a chance to drop, and didn't drop? Yeah. Wow. It was at the drop period that we got the that we got the test, and I really debated it all weekend, right before the drop date. I would have dropped that motherfucker. I'm glad I didn't though. I graduated on time. Yeah, it worked out. <laughs> and it was at the point. I dropped that motherfucker, and I would have told my mother like, "It's a it's a marathon, not a sprint." See, here's the thing though, because you know if you drop and get the DR grade, right? You know what I'm saying? You don't get any of that money back. For me, no. I was paying it out of pocket. So to me, I looked at it as it's a resource to come here. I get to, I don't have to sneak and find the exams. He's going to literally give me the exams for when I have to take this class again. I'll kill yeah, this see, class that's next maturity semester. talking. I ain't think like that. That's why all. I said I was, I was 30 though. <laughs> <laughs> like I was, I was, I was a lot older at that time. But, um, nah, man, it was a great decision. I, it it was one of the biggest levels of like when I talk about when I think about the examples of maturity in my life, that was one of the bigger ones. Like that, like, cause any other time in my past, man, I'm dropping this shit. I'll take the DR piece. <laughs> like, I, I see y'all. <laughs> I see y'all. I really, I, I really don't want to come here anyway. So, but yeah. I don't know what that had you to do with way anything. way sidetracked. <laughs> I don't know what that had we to do from, with anything. <laughs> we went from talking to that white boy on TV who we think is on speed <laughs> to Marvin giving us his, his maturity moment. <laughs> we get sidetracked so easily. Nah, man. Conversation, man. Um, did you get a chance to finish watching Tinder, Tinder Swindler? I did. I finished it. 
What's your and take? Bruh, overall? Talk, talk to me. Let's talk about it. Those who haven't seen it, please, I've been talking to y'all about seeing it for three weeks. This is the spoiler alert. I don't care. <laughs> I've said this already. Let's talk. That whole documentary could have easily been avoided. If, if the woman was black? Sent... Hell nah. <laughs> if the woman was black, that would, <laughs> be <a> doc- <laughs> that would not have been yeah. a documentary. Yeah, it wouldn't have been one because they would have got they wouldn't have got approved for them loans. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the real shit. <laughs> that okay, yeah, that's one note that I took from it. But the other one was it would have ended quick if they all would have said, just ask your daddy for the money. That's all they had to do. This nigga was pretending to be the son of the man who considers himself the king of diamonds. A, a diamond club, mogul. An actual man who sells diamonds and was asking you to sell your car to send him some money. Or put credit cards under your name because his enemies was coming. And then, no, it's funny. I got enemies. Got a lot of enemies. That nigga nigga played that enemy shit heavy. He was using the same picture of his homeboy in the back of the ambulance with that one little cut over his eye. Like, dog, your bodyguard looked like he about 6'6", 280. Who's whooping his ass like that? You need to fire him. His enemies. (laughs) The minis was on his ass. (laughs) And then... It's two things they, they did that it just baffled me. One, they didn't say, hey, just ask your daddy for the money. Two, at, at no point did they say when he was maxing out these cards, they looked at their credit card statement to see where that money was going. Like, nigga, if you got enemies behind you, why are you at the club every other day? Why are you at these five-star restaurants buying dinners for two and I ain't even with you? Like, all of that... All that bullshit he did could have been nipped in the bud quick, fast, in a hurry if they just been a little bit more diligent. It was other hoes on your credit card who he's buying plane tickets for. The names was on the credit card. Yeah. But I don't... But hey. I guess they were so... <clears throat> excuse me. They saw the Gucci shirts. They saw the, the Rolls Royce that he picked them up in when they took him to the, the, the date at the restaurants and all that bullshit. They figured, oh, he good for it. I don't need to... I guess I don't need to follow up. I don't need to clock him or anything. Nigga got you taken out 150000 Like, a lot of the ladies, I don't, I don't recall them saying what their professions were. But, dude, to pull $150,000 in loans, and this ain't even, like, for a mortgage or something. Just, hey... The bank, let me let me get this money. Like, what the fuck do y'all do for a living? How is it that easy for y'all to take that kind of money out? So if you missed that point, that part, so what he what the what he did was he would fake hire them into his company and then send them send them um check stubs for twenty thousand dollars for every pay period. So they were like, Oh, look at look, this is what I make. So they oh, can I op- missed that. open a line of credit, like the line of credit could be could be open like he 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 knew what he was doing. How did he not spend more time in jail? That is, that's what baffles me. When they finally caught him, I was like, oh, they gonna throw this nigga under the jail because he's smart. Because if you look at it, he what did he do wrong? Everything. What the fuck? 
No, no, Frank, tell me what, what he did, did he do wrong. wrong or what did he do illegal? That's the real question. Okay. T- better. What did he do illegal? The passport shit. That's that's it, pretty it's much. It's it. Which is the only thing he went to jail for. Because <laughs> other but than everything that, else was immoral as fuck. Okay. So we people mad at him, hate him. Why? Because the nigga got game? No, he's just a, uh, an amazing scammer. An amazing scammer. Because you got niggas that scam, but they scam illegally and they get caught. This nigga scams. We know he scams, but it's not illegal. It's just unethical. He could still walk. He's still walking out. That nigga's doing great. One of these women was on the uh, on the documentary. She crying because she still owed like over 100K. 800. This nigga taking pictures in new Ferraris and shit. And he got a, a supermodel girlfriend from uh, Russia or some shit like that. This nigga's good. He done bounced back. You still owe that 100K. Which is why I'm not mad at him. <laughs> I'm not Rory and Maul. I, I want to say it was Rory. Uh, he pointed. He was like, honestly, he just got reparations for men. Oh shit! Because <laughs> think about it. What's the girl? Because remember, everything is all good until all of a sudden his enemies get after him, right? And he like, you know that my enemies they after me. I got enemies. Whatever, whatever. What's the girl version of I got enemies? Bills. You know, my rent due. You know, I want to get my hair and nails done. Hey, you know, you know, my car, my car need fixing. And how and how how what's her name said it? Uh, <laughs> she said it to Jody. You know, the engine <laughs> light on in the car need fixing. You know? Like <laughs> <laughs> it bring up random bills out of nowhere. I don't know what I'm gonna do about this light bill. Nigga, neither do I. Why are we even talking about it? You should cut your lights off. Y'all doing too much over there. You run the AC every night? <laughs> nah, but... Be like, it's a cool 65 outside. Open up a window. Just crack it. Yeah, you gonna hit the, yeah, you gonna hit the street. Yeah, you gonna hit the street. Sleep through that. I done laid next to you before. You a heavy sleeper. You can sleep through that. Like you never sleep through police sirens before. Boy, niggas move to Miramar Yard. Like, y'all don't know. Like, you, girl, you from 41st, 13. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. You Come on now. Know yourself. Right. But, I mean, if you think about it, low-key, in hindsight, he kind of a hero. Explain. That man got game. Oh, Absolutely. And you know, I don't know if Netflix intended to do this, but they gave him so much publicity at the end. They put his website up for business. I'm curious to know if his website crashed or not for so many people trying to click on it and get business advice from this dude. Because clearly he's doing something right. Because we all saw you fuck over damn near 100 women. Because when they started talking about all the women he did this to, nigga, the list was long. So let's say, let's lower the number. Let's say you fucked over 50 women, uh, earned, well, not earned, but scammed your way into what, $10 million? Yeah, say he burned through 10 mil. $10 million. That's a lot of fucking money. And you only spent five months in jail because you had a false uh, passport? That is it? Nigga. And now they done put your website up? You already showed them you can do it. And now you're showing the world, 
you got away with the shit and you bounce back. So your method of whatever scamming you do is legit as fuck. If I was a scammer, I'd have emailed that nigga. Like, hey, Simon, I got enemies too. <laughs> <All that. laughs> and I wouldn't be surprised if he end up with a show. Well, right now I know that the family he was pretending to do, pretending to be a part of, they're suing him for using the name. He'll bounce back from that shit too. Yeah, I mean, which he ain't got nothing. None of that shit in his name. <laughs> what you gonna take? I don't know. But I don't know that, that nigga. nigga that nigga. That nigga pieces as fuck. Yeah, that nigga pieces was coming together. That Jouette was. It was it. <laughs> was it ever? $10 million off of just scamming people. See, them the addies I'll take. <laughs> hey, drop your addies in your socials. <laughs> like, them the addies I'll definitely take. Not that I'm scam, not that I'm a scammer, but I know people. Not that I should know. Let me anyway. And, and brother, <laughs> not shit incriminate myself do on for you. a pretty face. Say again? I said the shit people do for a pretty face. These women's bent over backwards for this man. And they was giving him money. Giving him money. You missed it. I made the bent over backwards because he was fucking him. But I mean, you missed it, but it's fine. Oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't do enough. <laughs> I should have put a little bit more effort into it. But go ahead. Yeah, the bending over backwards, giving him money. And he didn't offer them a few nice dates. That's it. A few surfing turfs. And then it wasn't even like, the text conversation was good. He sent y'all a script that he sent to everybody. Y'all didn't get nothing original. Just generic shit. Rise and shine, beautiful. I hope you have an amazing day. I miss you, heart emojis. Can't wait to see you. That's it. They showing the text message. This is all the nigga saying. Oh, he was so thoughtful and sweet. He always knew the right thing to say. Nah, you thought you met your prince charming. And you was envisioning your life in a castle some fucking where, being Princess Diamond. <laughs> but you're not Trina. Diamond, like Princess, just mind <laughs> your business. <laughs> it don't work for you like that. Nah, I don't. I mean, honestly, at the end, this may make me sound like an asshole, but I felt like, y'all, y'all niggas stupid. No, 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 no. You asshole. This could have easily yeah. been avoided. They stupid. Easily been avoided. <laughs> all you had to say was, where your daddy at? That's all you had to say. My enemy's coming after me. Okay, cool. That's fucked up and all, but where, where your daddy? That nigga make enough money to put a head out on anybody that's fucking with you. If I was the king of diamonds and you did something to mine, nigga, that's a little change. Well, I'll put you on sale real quick. Hey, y'all see this nigga over here? He better not make it to Thursday. That's it. I got the money for it. And I'm sure he out of there. Bring me that nigga head on the platter. Dog, them girls ain't even talk about, he ain't even get them no, no high class drugs or nothing. Like, nothing. They ain't get nothing out of it. <clears throat> they was just high off of dopamine. That's it. This nigga ain't. And they ain't none one of them say, oh, he laid the best pipe I've ever had in my life. None of that shit. Laid no, nobody ain't said that. Pipe. Not one person said it. <laughs> You're right. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> nigga laid 
he laid mediocre pipe and gave them scripted text messages, and they was enamored with the nigga. Jesus Christ. And it was Is it that easy? Every conversation. Every conversation. Had that bitch on WhatsApp. You, let me tell you. I understand WhatsApp is the international way to communicate, but I, I ain't going to communicate with nobody. If, you, if we got to only communicate in WhatsApp, you got a nigga. <laughs> like... Like I know, I know you only came to me because I had this haircut. Like I, you got a whole nigga. That's why we talking to WhatsApp. Why we not talking to iMessage? We can't talk to iMessage. Okay. We only can talk in the Instagram Messenger. Okay. But let you make friends with people out of this country. They they swear by their WhatsApp. Oh yeah, WhatsApp they, is the way to they can have regular text, but they gonna hit you back up in WhatsApp. It's just that that's just how it goes. I actually for group messages like group chats, I prefer them in WhatsApp. Because I could mute that shit for a little bit. I'm Ask any of my group chats. I'm the king of an eight-hour mute. <laughs> like, we in the middle of something, and it'd be like, like, if I'm in the middle of something, and all of a sudden it's like, picking, 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 picking. Like, it's a whole lot of shit going on. And I look at it, and I'm like, oh, these, ni- these niggas about to deep dive on some random shit. I mute for eight hours. I'm, I'm the king I of a mute my, for eight hours. I cut my notifications off. Come back, I see like ninety nine. Like the the notification thing is at ninety nine. I'd be like, "Well, fuck it, I missed way too much." So I'm oh, gonna no. open it so that, so that <laughs> it started so the, the bottom. <laughs> yeah, I open it so that little red dot go away. But I'm not reading ninety nine no. messages that I missed. Fuck at that. most, I, I catch in the next conversation. Yeah, at most, I'm you might get me to read anything you may have tagged me. Like if you responded to something I said, I might go to the app see where see what you said to me. At most, <laughs> I didn't say I was going to respond to it, but I'm going to read it. And then I just I just carry on the conversation from there. And they be like, man, you was ghost all day. I know shit crazy. Shit crazy is the answer for a lot of shit. <laughs> shit crazy. <laughs> Frank, I ain't see it Shit crazy. <laughs> Frank, don't you owe me $30? Shit crazy. <laughs> Shit crazy is a is a is a great because I think everybody can relate. <laughs> everybody can relate to shit being crazy. Exactly, absolutely. You don't need to specify what it is. Just hey man, shit crazy. Yo, have you seen the um? Have you seen the preview for the games uh interview on Dream Champs? The clips that have come out? I seen one. He was talking shit about Dr. Dre. He said Kanye West did more for him in what? Two weeks. Two to three weeks than Dr. Dre has. A... Like, dude, why would you even fix your lips to say some dumb shit like that? Like, you you shouted out Dre on your first, what, three albums? Like, damn it, every track? Four albums. Three. It's three. Oh, three. Okay. There, it's three there albums. No, I was right. First three albums. Which? First three albums. I can shout him out that on all your hit songs, definitely you were shouting out Dre. But even on some of your B side joints, you shouted him out. And then all of a sudden you want to say some foolishness like this? Get the fuck out of here, bro. You was just mad because you wasn't on stage at the Super Bowl. Which, <laughs> think about it. It was a lot of you motherfuckers. It was like four, how many performers? Six. Six. That's Name a them lot. all, Frank. Name them all. Make make up for us for for two episodes ago. Name them all. Mary J. Blige, Dr. Dre. Yeah. Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Kendrick Lamar. Yeah. Eminem. Yeah. Fifty Cent. 
There you go. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Dog, it wasn't room for you. And I mean, honestly, out of all those people that performed, you got the most controversy surrounding you. Like, you had nothing positive around your name as of late. 50 Cent has those shows on TV that's taken off. Eminem, America's always going to love him forever. Being white and rapping. Snoop. Yeah, Snoop is the most popular rapper ever. And Kendrick, everybody's waiting on his album to drop, which should drop this year. Like, I'm going to stop you one more time. One. He's not the most popular rapper ever. He may be the most Snoop friendly. is. No, he's not. We did this already. Popular? At most, we talking Kanye, Jay-Z. Like, pop, like famous most okay. recognizable faces, you got to go with him. Now, is Snoop the one that can fit in so many different spaces? Sure. Okay, that. The guy who <laughs> everybody loves. <laughs> got Snoop. Game? What's the, what's the last shit you did that people fuck with? I mean, you had that album cover with a whole bunch of pregnant women on it, and people weren't really fucking with that shit. No, that was Drake. You haven't done anything that as was of Drake. late that the... That, the say what? that was Drake. The album with all the pregnant women on it? The pregnant emotions? No, nah, that was game. Yeah, no, he has an album cover. Like, his last album um, has a whole bunch of pregnant women on it. And like, I actual pregnant women? Not the emoji real, like Drake? Yeah, real shit. No, no, no. See, Drake did the emojis. Game got real women that were pregnant to be in the studio with him. I'm not bullshitting. No, no, no. I trust you. I trust you. And the name of the album is something weird. It was like born for this or some shit. <laughs> born to rap. That's the name of the album. It came out in 2019. You think he he got all them girls pregnant or? Nah, because that nigga put out a casting call for that shit. For pregnant women. I bullshit you not. Well, at least he went genuine with his shit. I guess. Cause my, the thing that's so ridiculous about the whole Kanye did more for me in two weeks than Dre did for me my whole career is ridiculous. Cause Dr. Dre produced probably the first three albums, a majority of the first three albums, and Dr. Dre gave you all the clout you needed. So, Dr. Dre not only produced your first three albums, Dr. Dre put you with Fifty Cent. You had such a big machine behind you coming into the. Into the game. No pun intended, coming into the game. Like, yeah. And that's because of Dre. The fuck you get off saying this dude did more for you in two weeks than he did your whole career? Like, dog, you're being ridiculous right now. And you, and Kanye, yeah, Kanye has made beats throughout the, throughout, like, Kanye has been a part of the game's career, but the last two weeks, what y'all put out, Easy? And Easy's a decent yeah. song, but it ain't, it ain't no classic. It ain't no fire. No. Like, Easy would have been better off with two verses from you. But if Kanye did the beat, cool. The beat is dope. I'm not gonna lie. But Kanye ain't do you no favors with that verse. I I I dis I disagree. I ain't gonna lie to you. I fuck with Kanye, Kanye verse on that. Started off the verse good. As when he got it after the line, we having the best divorce ever. I feel that his verse went downhill after that after that bar. 
He said he gonna beat T- Pete Davis's ass though. I that to me that was the worst line in the bitch. God save me from that crash just so I could beat Pete Davidson's ass. It didn't. It didn't rhyme. It bothered me. It did bother me when it said it. Have you seen the video to this shit? I did. Nick, bro. Again, he did the game no fucking favors. I get it. All publicity is good publicity, but dude, what the fuck, man? For people who haven't seen it, go and watch it if you if you want to give Kanye the views. But in the video, Kanye kidnaps. And that's the thing. You said give Kanye the views. It's the game song. So you're Damn. giving the game the views. Well, go give the game the views if you want to. But it, it's it's a video where Kanye, in the song, Kanye is kidnapping Pete Davidson and decapitating him and then walking around with his head, you know, doing the Heisman and shit. Legit, I'm not making any of that shit up. Like, I did not at exaggerate all. at all. If anything, it's worse than what y'all imagine because he did this shit with, like, stop-motion clay animation. Which I which I thought was creative. I know it takes a lot of work to do clay animation. I know that takes time. Sorry. Like, <laughs> nigga, how mad are you? Pete Davidson... None of your energy should be directed at Pete Davidson. He got nothing to do with you. He fucking his wife. Then you should be mad at the wife. She's the one that had the the she's the one that uh that had vows saying that she would love you forever or whatever the fuck y'all said to each other. Again, that's between you and her. Especially if Pete Davidson ain't addressing you for shit. Don't say nothing to that man. Now, if that man was around your kids and he's mistreating them and shit, then okay. Even then, when he's around your kids, you don't go to him. You go to your wife. That's who you have the kids with. Hey, I don't feel comfortable with this person around my kids. Now, if he put hands on the kids, that's when you bypass the wife and address him. But everything else, your issue is always with her. And truthfully, you probably ain't really got no issues with her because she just, she's, you don't ran your course with her and she's ready to leave you. Um, Honestly, if Kanye wasn't Kanye, everything that he's doing, people would have been like, oh, that's toxic. Oh, oh you should put a restraining order. All of that shit. But since it's him and people love him and respect him so much, they accept it. Kanye's been working off of residual love from people for a very long time. Absolutely. A lot of us still, you know, I miss the old Kanye. The, the rule, Kanye, like a lot of us still holding on to what Kanye meant to us a decade ago, right? Yes. Over a decade ago, and it's it, I just find it weird that he gets so much rope to get away with a lot of shit. Think about we're just gonna talk, and I'm sure, and and I'm not doing this to defend Kim Kardashian anyway, because I'm sure they're doing a lot of shit. They're just being a lot more sly about it because they don't have like Kanye's Kanye in his own is a corporation, but he doesn't have the community. Clearly, there's no there's no publicist machine working behind Kanye. It clearly is not. We've all seen how ridiculous this shit has been. But the nigga, y'all got a divorce, or y'all, y'all are getting a divorce. She's filing for divorce. You won't no, sign it's the papers. Finalized. From what I understand, it's finalized now. It's not finalized. It's not okay. He didn't so that sign report it. Report was false, but the the report is that the judge said they're just going to declare Kim Kardashian single. 
They could do that? I had okay. never heard of that shit before in my life. I hope somebody break that down for me. Hey, let me tell you, they got money over there, okay? Yeah, I was about to say, you got to have a lot of pull for a judge to be like, all right, fuck it. We going to bend the rules for you this time. <laughs> fuck that nigga. Do you, girl. I know divorce has been this way thousands of years. But, you know, for you, go ahead. It's crazy. But think about everything he's done. Uh, They break up. He bought a house next door. He he everything he does is for her. He's he dating lookalikes. First it was the Julia Fox girl. Now it's the girl from down here in Miami who looks more like her than Julia Fox did. Absolutely. Like I ain't gonna lie, I thought they was back together. I was like, oh shit, look, go ahead, Kanye, y'all working it out. <laughs> nah, it was a whole different girl. Whole hey, different. Weird, like, let's say you break up with a woman, and the next dude she pop up with. Looks so much like you, you can admit it. Like, damn, this nigga does look like me. When you think that's kind of weird. Would you be offended? I wouldn't be offended. I'd just just be a little weirded out. Like, what? What is this? Okay, so here. Say your wife, you know, sorry. It's yeah, the I only relationship you, so you're I, in. Yeah, I get it. It's the only relationship you're in, other than the hoes in your phone. Say your wife... <laughs> <laughs> say your wife, um, Frank, like, hey, real part. So, look, 75% of me is like, Frank, no, I'm joking. 25% is like, if I'm not just joking, I could fuck <laughs> up his situation he got going on at the house. I really should stop one day. But anyway, say you and your wife get a divorce. God forbid. Don't want that. Let me not, you know what? Not gonna use you. We'll use. Random person. No, but continue for the sake of the conversation. Continue. Nah, man, I want to put no wishes on you. Y'all got a baby on the way. You know what I'm saying? I don't... No, trust me, that's not gonna happen. Me and my wife are good. I'm just, I'm curious to see where you're gonna go with this. Okay, so say you and your wife break up. Right. Next thing you know, she talking about she dating again. Y'all ain't even signed no papers yet. So this is like fresh, like a month, couple months, fresh, couple, couple months. months. Y'all ain't made it out of 2022 yet. Got you. Okay. She in a new she in a new fresh one already. But the nigga resemble you in a lot of ways. Like, you know, nigga, he he don't do roofing. But you know, he real deep in architecture. I'd probably be compelled to ask, like, what the fuck is that about? Young Haitian dude, his dress just a little longer than yours. <laughs> <laughs> nigga locks a little longer than yours that nigga that nigga got the that nigga got the new g-wagon you know it car just a little it's 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 an suv but it's just a little bit it's a little bit newer you know what i'm saying um nigga named francis like what do you <laughs> what you do y'all beards you know y'all beard his beard connecting a little bit like he is feeling in a little better than yours what do you say <laughs> What the fuck? Where do you even find this nigga? What if her response is, you know, when she has more kids, she still wants them to look like the kids that y'all have together so, you know, everybody can tell their brothers and sisters? That would infuriate me. 
Nigga, I just came up with that. Like, off the top of the head. I'm not going to lie. That would fucking infuriate Let me tell you, Frank's so mad. His eyes are water right now. Loki, he mad about it right now. Like, the thought of it. Like, what if yeah. that's literally the response she give you? Like, hey, you know... Like, no, I'm not... And I'm not saying this... I'm laughing, but honestly, that would infuriate me. I'd get the yelling quick. <laughs> What's your I'm yelling going to do? I'm not going to put do? hands on nothing. Why you, why you coming at the... her like that? What the yelling going to do? It won't do shit, but it'll probably make me feel good in a moment to get that frustration out. Like, what the fuck? What do you, I mean. I'm not going to start no stop motion animation of killing this dude. But I'd be upset. Absolutely. Okay. And if you were to ask, if you wanted to be my therapist and say, so what exactly are you upset about? I couldn't tell you what exactly about it. Because y'all getting divorced. But it pisses me off. Y'all getting divorced. All she want to do is make sure her kids still look like, like all her kids still look alike. They may have different last names. For now, but all kids still look alike. I thought you were going to say his last name is Louis Jean, so they'll still have the same initials. Now, I mean, <laughs> nah, it'd be like Jean Lewis. No, man, that's... And the thing is, all right, I think Kim has stated why she wanted a divorce. Um, she, I believe she stated that it's becoming increasingly difficult to deal with him as a person and his personality and then also I guess on the romantic end um, like he does stuff for her but it's always like over the top she she just wants the simple shit she would like a nice dinner but he does all these extravagant things that's missing the mark like she's not she's that's not what she wants so although he makes although he delivers a truck with her name on it with that's full of flowers it's like that's not what she's looking for. She wanted a nice date to an ice cream parlor. So he keeps missing the mark. And then on top of that, he's constantly bringing in negative attention, maybe from the press or he's just bringing negative energy in the house. I don't know. You're saying that, and what you want me to get from it is, you know, as a man, he missed out on the small cues. The husband of you wants me to take in. As a man, he missed out on the small cues and he was so busy doing these over the top things to probably that were probably not every day, but were like time had passed and he was missing out on the little day to day shit that she would like. He wasn't doing that. That's what you want me to take from your story. That's what you got from it. You know exactly what you're supposed to get from that. You're yeah. not a dumb man, Marvin. You picked up all that shit. Even before I said it, you knew what it was. What I really but get from see, that. <laughs> what I really get from that You wanna fuck with me now Go ahead What I really get from that is Hoes never satisfied Because <laughs> Y'all want Y'all talk about how Y'all want these things the, the Coming into your house And the whole living room Full of roses That's the shit y'all see on Instagram That's the shit y'all love Heart Hours and hours Playing in the background Like y'all love them shits It's on your you, you putting it in your stories Ooh This You know what I'm saying I can't wait for this Ooh, when love find me, all this other shit, waiting on my turn. When it comes to that shit, you know what Instagram is? You ever been to a restaurant and the menu is all words, so you don't really know what the items of the menu look like? And then while you're in the middle of ordering something that you think you want, you see a plate go by, and you're like, you know what, I want that. 
I want what that person's having. And you could easily read that, hey, this is what it is. But you're so enamored at looking at other people's plates and mm. ordering what they want. That's what Instagram does. You have some shit in front of you that you can get. All you have to do is read it. Say what you want. Be clear and concise. Just read this shit. Tell us. Tell the waiter, I want this. It says this here. This is what I want. Be direct. But instead, every time something comes out, know what I want. That You don't know what the fuck it is. It's just you see it and it looks good. You might not know what it was. It's just it's the, the presentation is nice. And you keep doing that shit. I want that. You know what? I want that. You keep not knowing what the fuck you actually want because you never took the time to actually sit there and analyze what's in front of you and being direct about it. No, let's stay right here. Let's stay right here for a quick second. So, Instagram is like a menu. When you look at it, you're seeing, you know, you're seeing things that you would want. You're debating, you know, if this is the meal you want. You know, sometimes you'll see a little Instagram. You're like, you're, you're I know this is not your area, but sometimes on Instagram, you may see a girl that you might like. This will happen on social media. You may see a girl you might like, and then you'll go to her page. And you'll be like, what you see on the on the pictures is it's decent, but you don't know enough. You know what I'm saying? You're only seeing the front layer. Like, I don't know, like, I don't know what the flavor's hitting for. You don't know what she tastes like. Right. You know, for lack of a better word. <laughs> I think Instagram need to create a feature like the waiter. Stay with me. Stay with me. You know how, like, when you're looking at the menu and you like, oh. And you be able to ask the waiter, like you start reading and you're like, lamb. And you be like, you ask the waiter, hey, you ever, you ever had the lamb here? And he'd be like, oh, excellent choice. I, I love it. I have it like once a week. Instagram need that. Like it need to be like, <laughs> that hole right there? Oh, she fire. Excellent choice. We, I, we ran it back through her like two, three times. It, get that. <laughs> Real talk, there's a place in Vegas called Moonlight Ranch. You might want to visit that spot. No, I'm trying to do better in my life, Frank. Why you see, don't live vicariously through. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga want me fucked up out here in the streets forever. I'm about to say, boy, if you go there, boy, I'm gonna have questions. Like, dog, what was it like? But that place off the chain, though, boy, you go order them off a menu, bro. Like, you tell them, like, look, I want them tall. Bow-legged, fat, they could get it for you, bro. It's crazy. Send the link. Don't fuck up my political <laughs> connect, Frank. I, the nigga really trying to fuck with my life. Like, he, you know, he know I'm trying to do better in life. Dog, it's always a nigga like that, dog. Anyway, give me an old school vibe of the week, Frank. What's my old school vibe of the week this week? God damn it. Oh. I can't find my phone because I'm looking at my phone. Yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> You're right. Give me one second, boss. There we go. Old school vibe of the week this week is... God damn it. What's the... AMG, bitch better have my money. Bitch better have my money. That's your old school vibe of the week? Yeah, yeah, that song came out like early 90s. 
Wait, like, bitch better have my money. Like, Rihanna? No, you know. <laughs> talk to I know the I know the I know the the people are listening to it in the background, but talk to me. <laughs> no, so before Rihanna made her hit song, Bitch Better Have My Money, there's an artist from California who has this, who had who made the song. Bitch better have my money. Matter of fact, okay. It was a it's a movie that came out, Project X. It was about this crazy house party. Do you I'm aware. I'm aware. Yeah. There's a scene where they're walking into the party, and it's like a slow motion of them walking into the party, kind of like that Nas scene in that Belly movie. Mm-hmm. That's the song they're playing. Bitch, better have my money. Mm. I might have to go back and take a little look at that one. Yeah, this came out in 1991. Name of the artist is AMG. Okay, I'm with that. Um, matter of fact, when you play the song, listen to the lyrics. A lot of, a lot of punchlines he has from the song. Other artists have used it. Okay, like on the song um, "I Got Holes" by Ludacris. When Ludacris ends up ends a verse by saying, "And pick up the motherfucking phone and dial." That's a bar he got from AMG. Hmm. Okay. All right, I'm a, I'm a, we, we, the people listening to it, I'm gonna listen to it. Um, okay, my, my old school vibe of the week is Guess Who's Back? Scarface, Jay Z, Beanie Siegel. One of the best beats Kanye's ever produced. Hands down. That beat is beautiful. Guess Who's Back? back. Let me tell you. All right, I did. And before we got into the pod, I started watching Genius. Okay. And you know that, because the Genius starts around like 99, 2000, 2001, Rockefeller at okay. its peak. And you know that's, I'm sorry, I'm old now, so that's my era. Like, that's me right there. That's my music. All of, like, that's that everybody walking in the room. I'm like, oh, that's hot. You know, like, I act like I worked at Rockefeller. <laughs> like, I like looking big. Like what's good. Like, but nah, man, that's my era, man. And just watch it. I only watch thirty minutes of it, and I'm like, damn, I love this shit. But it's just cause it's giving me the feeling. And that guess who's back? Beat was playing in the background, and I was like, you can't beat that. You can't beat that. Like that's that. All time, probably one of my favorite beats ever. I'm calling guts every time, track my nuts every time. I would have loved to see the reaction of the people who rapped on the song, Scarface and and Beans and all them. I would have loved to see their reaction when they heard that beat for the first time. They you so in the, in one of them you hear you see um most deaf and Talib Kweli listening to um damn what's the name of that beat. Fuck, man, I'm embarrassed by because I there was a time where I was going in finding any old like any Kanye unreleased tracks that was out and stuff like that. I, I had like a whole mixtape back when you used to be able to put together, not mixtape, um, a mix. Mix CD. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Where where you had to really make a decision, like I could have 19 songs on here, but I might have to sacrifice a song. <laughs> 
so I could get this other song on here because it's a little longer. You know, only got 80 minutes. But then you learn how to burn CDs as data and not music files. Change the world. You went from being able to put 18 songs on a disc to now you can put like 62 songs on that motherfucker. Fucking change the game. One CD, one mix, kill your battery. Bomb, done. <laughs> I used to go to school with, I used to go to school with an extra double A in the bag. All the old girl wow. remotes won shit because I had all the batteries in my bag. If you had a CD player that was, what a, it was, it was skip proof. But that anti skip? Anti skip or shock proof or whatever the fuck. And it could read MP3s. You were the man. Use, if it use. could read an MP3 file and it was anti skip, you were good. I mean, you could walk with that bitch in your hand and you ain't had to be gentle about it. You could just walk with the walk, man. You was good. You was on another level. Another level. Because if you didn't have that, you can only play your music when you was in class and you could sit that bitch on your desk. Because if you did any movement, somebody bump your desk too hard, that bitch was skipping like a motherfucker. And they was all types of bitches that day. <laughs> I don't care who it was. <laughs> all right, man, give me a new, give me a new vibe of the week. New vibe is coming to you from Benny the Butcher featuring J. Cole called Johnny P's Caddy. That was my new vibe of the week. Two episodes no ago. Run it back. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Then it's from Corday featuring Lil Wayne called Sinister. Yeah. All right. My flow Sinister. Okay. This I'm for that. I like that song. That song's fire. That's off the album, right? Yeah, that's on Corday's album. Yeah, I like it. If you, if you was wondering, hey, I wonder if Lil Wayne still got it. Like, in my opinion, that verse from that song, he was telling me, so Conway just dropped off his, just dropped his um, new album, God Makes No Mistakes, Conway the Machine. They said there's a song on there with Lil Wayne and Ross? Yes. They said that song is called his bag on that shit. That song is on my shit. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Another song I was thinking about is Scatterbrain. It's with um, Ludacris and J.I.D. That song is nice. Well, we're not adding that. You already have No, we're not adding that. My vibe is, is Corday. No, but uh, Wayne is killing it, bro. That nigga can rap. I think, yeah. like I like I told everybody, some I probably I probably said it on here before, but man, Wayne not being able to put out music for X amount of years for that was five six years. It hurt music, bro. It, it hurt, hurt music, music and it hurt it hurt him. He didn't get the reps that he needed. Cause yeah, I'm sure Wayne was probably rapping that entire time, but we never heard shit. So because we never heard shit, he never got to hear how we would react to shit. You know what I'm saying? And he missed the era Nick of music. Yeah, and he's been he, playing catch up I mean, the last couple years, and I think he's finally and, back. And it wasn't like uh, mixtapes was what it was when you know early two thousand. So it wasn't like he was putting out mixtapes either. Nigga was holding all those verses, and then he was probably dealing with other stuff. He was probably you know battling his depression. Fight. Yeah, right, fighting his fight, and that's fucked up because when it happened, he was. I mean, he was eighty. He was. Kobe during that stretch when he was scoring 81 points a game, scoring 90, 40 points a game for nine games in a row. And that's when y'all stopped him. Why would you do that? And then Baby, um, 
did he ever go on record to say, hey, look, this is what happened and this is why I did what I did? Neither one of them have. You want to know something? It was during that reason. It was during that time I didn't like Young Thug and I never became a fan of his because at that time, Wayne was finna drop the uh, Carter five. The Carter six. Carter five? The Carter five or six? Five? It was four or five. It was one of the Carters. <laughs> and Young Thug ain't got shit to do with shit, but he wanted to name his album. Whatever Carter Wayne was going to come out with, that's what he wanted to name it. But then they told him, like, no last minute, so he changed it to the Bart or whatever. I was like, you mother asshole. You're not saying fucker no more? You went to church I don't know week? why. Yeah, I guess. I don't, know. I don't know why I pivoted and did that shit, but whatever. He's still an asshole and a motherfucker. Okay. But I ain't like him for that shit. It was, it was like, nigga, it ain't your fight. Why are you involved? I agree. It was just weird. I, you know, honestly, when you say it like that, that's probably why, mostly probably because I'm really not a big fan of Young Thug sound, even though after going to, I went to the J. Cole concert and Young Thug was opening up for him and I was like, I guess because I'm from Miami and through osmosis, I know damn near all the songs he's performing right now. <laughs> no, he's, <clears throat> excuse me. Young Thug makes dope music. I just didn't like him for that shit. I just right. thought that was just some whole shit. But you may not like him as a rapper. You may think like his bars ain't all that. But just the sound of his music, the beats he pick, how he makes a hook and everything, his music sounds good. I don't know if I'm explaining it's that. It's melodic. Right. It's melodic. It, yeah. it, it's catchy. I'll give you right. that. He's got, he, got a couple, he got a couple songs I fuck with. I'm not going to lie. But I'm not, I can't say I'm a fan. Like, I don't go out of my way to listen to his music. I look for people who I fuck with who are on his songs, and then I'll go listen to it. I'm with you on that. Okay. However, I did download... Um, I think it's an album where he's in a blue and white dress and every track is like named after a famous artist. I forgot the name of the album. Like he has, he has a track on there called Wyclef Jean. I downloaded a few songs from that album. That, I mean, those songs was hard as fuck. Okay. I ain't gonna take that from you. I think I kind of know the album you're talking about, but I, I have never listened to a full Young Thug album ever. So, I never listened to a full album either. I just know those songs hit. Okay. I'm with that. Um, anything else you want to bring to the table? You didn't tell us your new vibe. Ah, you're right. Um, my new vibe is a song called Tony. It's by uh, DJ Smalls, 732. He's the one who remixed that, that Cupid sample that everybody... Cupid by 112 that everybody was using on Instagram that Cupid does it but he like sped it up and it has like that Jersey house beat type of vibe I haven't heard that I, I guarantee you if I play Cupid it for song. you I guarantee if I play it for you you gonna know it okay but so he did it to a Tony Braxton song mm-hmm. and I've never been a big Tony Braxton fan never never throughout my whole life I know Really? R&B, R&B lover, but I, eh. I it, ne- it never fuck, it never vibe with me. How she sound? It never, it never did it for me. But this beat, I fucks with. The way, the way he flips it, I enjoy it. 
Um, so the song is called Tony Jersey Club. It's a Jersey Club beat um, by DJ Small 732. But all right, man, on that note, anything else you want to bring to the table? Yeah. Rest in peace, Ash. Sorry you had to go like go out like that, fam. I'm not, so I ain't going to lie to you. I mean, Ash went out like a G at the end of the day. He didn't have to, though. No, he didn't. That's why I don't know if I necessarily feel bad for him, but my nigga went out like a G. We didn't even get it. Did we get into Euphoria? Nah, we didn't. All right, y'all going to have one more week to get a pass. <laughs> that was a little spoiler. I'm sorry, but I didn't give much away. Next episode, don't look for a timestamp. Don't look we for shit. We're going to start off with it. We kicking that bitch off. I'm not giving anybody any more time. Fuck that. You watch the finale. Talk to him. We're going to be succinct about this shit. Talk to me. I like how it was shot. That whole concept of Lexi, that's her name? Yeah, Lexi. Doing the play. And, like, it's you see an image of her doing the play, and then you can see, like, it flashes to, like, the real-life moments of the, of the play scene happening. Like, just the filming of that, fucking dope. Um, Cassie, that's her sister's name, right? Yeah. My God, she's been a fucking mess the entire season. If I see that girl with a snotty nose and red, cry, crying eyes, I swear, like, like, if they have another season, they gotta write a redemption story for her somehow. Because I mean, God damn, just L after L after L, just ridiculous. <laughs> she didn't win one time this season. Even not, her getting the one. even her getting the man was a default loop. Was a default win. That was a that was a L too because he treated her like shit. And speaking of that guy, I mean, for a high school kid, that motherfucker is diabolical than a motherfucker. Yeah, he's Dude, he's the real villain. My nigga, like this wasn't in the finale. It was the episode before the finale. When that nigga was at Maggie's house. Maddie. And he put... Huh? Maddie. Maddie, with the I'm D. sorry. When he was at Maddie's house, and he put the gun to his head like he was going to blow his brains out on top of her, I told my wife, I'm like, Do you, can you imagine how traumatizing that would be? To not only witness somebody do that shit, but they do it laying on top of you? You'll never recover from some shit like that. that let me tell y'all. The thing about Euphoria is apparently there's only two adults in the whole town, right? <laughs> Three adults, tops. Who? Nate's Who dad, oh. Rue's mom, no. and then the mom for the for, for That's Cassie. That's drunk? Yeah. She's my favorite character. I She's hilarious. That. She's hilarious. I'll give you that. My thing, here's the thing that bothered me, right? You've been watching, you watched a full two seasons of Euphoria. A full two seasons. I have. Been watching it. I've never seen any teachers at Euphoria. You know what? Think about it. You've never seen an adult at Euphoria High. Absolutely not. You're right. Even when it's even when they're in the classroom, the way it's shot, you don't see the adults. Yeah. Never seen an adult in this motherfucker. <laughs> they had a whole fight 
in the in the auditorium. I ain't see a security guard. Nothing. I ain't, bro. What's going? Who saw this plan? Was like, hey, run that shit. What's going on? And there's no adults enforcing dress codes at all. Them kids wear whatever the hell they want. All them hoes look like they in the Sierra video. Like every one of them is a genie in a bottle. Like I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> what school do y'all go to? Euphoria. Euphoria High, apparently. Yeah, I guess. But no, man. Um, I like that Rue story. How it ended, or it ended in the season that she's she's pushing through and and trying to move forward. I like that. Is she? I think so. Is because because Rue said as she as the show was in and she said, and for the rest of that and for the rest of the school year. She was sober. And I, I, honestly, I was like, now what do you mean by that? <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me for a second. What do you mean by that? Like, for the rest of the school year, you were sober? Okay, what? Talk to me. What, what happens after that? I get what you're saying. But I think, I think the next season is probably going to pick up, because she's a junior. I think they're all juniors, aren't they? I think they were all like 16. Except so, Nate. Nate is a senior. Nate's a senior. I think Cassie's a senior. Maddie's a senior. Mm. So I think it's gonna uh it's gonna start back up next. Uh her starting her senior year next season. So that's a whole new season for her to probably dabble back in drugs again. Who knows? But these last couple of episodes, she had to take a long look in the mirror. And kind of want to do better. Because I think Ali told her... Are you playing with something? Oh, good. My bad. Because I think Ali told her... Um, it doesn't matter um, what the people... Like, whether they're proud of you, whether they're upset at you, or whatever. Until you want to do better for you, until you think you can do better, you're not... You're, you're always going to be what you are. Mm. So I think... Because when Lexi did her play, Lexi talked about her doing drugs. Lexi Lexi pulled no punches in that play. However, you, like, if you look slutty in the world, Lexi portrayed you as being slutty Le- in her Lexi play. Lexi was messy as fuck, by the way. Very, very messy. <laughs> Absolutely. Go, love love for Lexi, but she was messy comes shit. Off, For somebody who comes off non-confrontational on the show and kind of quiet, she was messy as shit in that play. I do feel bad because you know she falling for Fez and he ain't show up because of that bullshit. But I mean, what, the nigga got shot. It's a good reason not to show up. Oh no, yeah, no, no, no. He, it's a good reason why he didn't show up. Big but... lip girl, come through with the come through though. Hey, that's a queen right there. Yeah, <laughs> that's a young white Nubian queen right there. <laughs> they probably could have got away, but fuck, why he had to stab homie in the neck? Because Ash is Ash. You know, he was going to do Ash shit. Ash been uncontrollable ever the whole show. Yeah, when he whooped Kyle, uh, Kyle Jacobs' ass with the butt of that shotgun, he beat the shit out of that dude. Fucked that nigga up. I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> Episode. Episode five was strong as fuck. 
Rue killed that Zendaya fucking episode. Kills that. I told you I couldn't wait till you got to episode five. God damn. Just beautifully done. Everything about it was amazing. The episode with Kyle Jacobs getting drunk, that nigga killed that episode. Like, the way that episode ended on that monologue when he was downstairs cussing out, not necessarily cussing out his family, but just telling his family off. Like, dude, fucking killed it. Like, he delivered on those lines to everything. It was, Like, that was one of those moments where it's like, you kind of sit back and you you don't see the show as, okay, these are actors in the scene. You kind of get lost in it. Like, yeah, he's just fucked up for doing that shit. And this last episode, like who, if I had to give anybody an award for their acting, I would say it was Lexi. So she killed it. She did kill it. She I did it enjoy. Episode. I did enjoy seeing Maddie get her hands on Cassie though. <laughs> it was that one time where she she her clipped her ass. Her down was hilarious to me. Oh yeah, the slowest chase ever. Like, dude, y'all not even moving fast. Y'all just shuffling y'all feet. That ain't even running. But yeah, but I mean, Cassie deserved that asshole. She was just an asshole. Yeah, just you, a grade A asshole. You was fucking up. Like, honestly, it ain't, it ain't no if ands, or buts. Yo, I'm gonna tell you this and we're gonna rap. So I have a coworker. Biggest fan of Euphoria. Talked, talks up the show all the time. Always wants to have one of the, you know, like when you work, well, I mean, you, you used to work in office environments. When there was a big show, that next day when everybody's in the office, everybody want to talk about it. The water cooler is lit. Yeah. So think that, and this is the main person always want to talk about it. So like, see, episode five, the big episode. That was the episode, the whole office was like, hey, this is the show, you got to watch it, da 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 so at one point we talking and everybody, there's a new girl who's just starting to watch it. And she was like, you know, with Jules being trans and all of that, da, 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 da. And she was like, wait, what you, what you mean by trans? They gave that away early though. Nigga. Early. It's episode early, one. Early. I'm about to say, when they first introduced Jules, they, they kind of gave that away when they showed them in this room. Her in her room. Respect, respect it, respect it. <laughs> respect <laughs> it. But um, she she was like, "What? What do y'all? When did they? When did they say that? I don't remember that. I was like, mm, almost every they episode just showed you, <laughs> like yeah, every episode one... of the first season. That, that's literally yeah. the main thing going on. Well, the main thing was that he he fucked. Kyle Jacobs' dad. She. Well, he fucked Kyle Jacobs. She. 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 I said he, my bad. That she fucked Kyle Jacobs' dad, and Kyle Jacobs is married with children. That was kind of like the main. You mean Nate Jacobs' thing. dad? Kyle. Nate Jacobs. Is, I'm yeah. sorry. It's Kyle. That's the name of the guy. Thank you for correcting me. So she fucked Kyle Jacobs, who's a respected businessman in that city, and is married. And then she's underage, and she goes to school with his son. So that was like the main underlying thing. And his son's attracted to her. That too. His character is so complicated. All over the place. But I think he does a great job nailing the character. 
He does. The actor that plays Nate Jacobs, I think he's he he's dope. He he kills it. He plays that role very well. He does. Nick, the same girl who I'm telling you is big super fan of, of Euphoria and didn't know Jules was trans, which is like probably half the plot line of the entire first season. She didn't figure out that Nate is gay too. No, no. This is the same girl. You remember the movie A Quiet Place? Yeah. With with the guy Jim from the office and everybody had to be quiet because of aliens and da 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 da. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a there's a different movie made years before that called The Quiet Place. Okay. It's a love story. Totally different type of movie. Now, she didn't go to the movie. She went and found one of the one of the little the little websites to watch the movie. She looked up Quiet Place, found that. She, she spent two She spent two hours watching this love story, still waiting for the world to collapse, waiting for Jim from the office to show up. <laughs> I nigga, I kid you not. She spent two hours on the wrong movie. Still waiting for the aliens. God bless her. Bless her heart. <laughs> I get on her and ass you, every time she talk about a show. I was like, are you sure it's the same show? We talking about the same show? And I mean, even if you look at Jules, you can kind of see it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between and outside of those constructs, <laughs> this has been another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast. The podcast where two young professionals bring issues together, and we just chopped it up. I'm your co-host, Marvin. Young Saint. Uh, that man beyond Charles Flake Xavier and the man who's lived long enough to see himself become the villain and the man to the right of me can only be. So you're just going to cut me off? You think that was going to get us canceled? And the man to the right of me can only be. <laughs> uh, the same dude from last week and the week before. Quite frankly, I don't want to go through the whole thing. Y'all know who I be because I always be who I say I be. The F and F and D one half of this P.O.D. It's Frank. Uh, let me click into my other slide so I can read off that stuff because I don't memorize it. You can email us at the Samurai Professional Podcast at gmail.com or you can hit us up on Instagram and Twitter at the Samurai Pros. Hit us up with any comments, questions, or even topic suggestions. Please like, rate, and comment on whatever platform of your choosing. You can find me personally on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Racket at I Can Only Be Frank. And where can they find you, Marv? You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Soon to be Racket. I really got to get down on my socials at Marvin X Adams. This has been another episode of the Samurai Professionals podcast. Ooh. <laughs> Peace. Peace. <laughs>